0: monday the 6th of december 2021 my name's alex elliott and you're listening to the week in iceland the program that asks what's been happening in iceland this week why it happened and why we should care my guest this week is my colleague from ruv polski beata Vaviania. welcome to you
1: hello thank you
0: welcome back as well to mm. the show third time yes indeed mm-hmm, good Um, With at least 12 Omicron cases in Iceland and probably more, it remains very unclear whether the restrictions set to expire this week will be relaxed. The Chief Epidemiologist's recommendations are with the Health Minister and the Government will discuss them at the next Cabinet meeting. The next Chief Epidemiologist, on that note, um, could be chosen by the Health Minister and not by the Directorate of Health if the recommendations of a ministerial working group are taken up. The current epi- epidemiologist says he would welcome that move. The peak of the Grimsvötnjökulllup, or glacial flood, pardon <clears throat> me, has come and gone, and despite a magnitude three earthquake, three point six actually, uh, there is no sign of volcanic activity there just yet. The heightened risk of an eruption has not passed, however, and aviation authorities have increased the um, airspace warning to orange from yellow just a few moments ago. Althingi is hard at work, finally, and the biggest single task members face is to debate and pass the 2022 Budget Bill before the Christmas break. One of the articles in the Budget Bill includes changes to the Personu Aufslautur, or the amount you can earn tax-free, so that it will no longer be a fixed amount, but it will be variable dependent on inflation and economic growth. The unions are welcoming the change. And finally, it was a good weekend for Icelandic gymnastics with the European team gymnastics championship title going to the Icelandic women and the men's team taking home silver. So where would you like to start?
1: Um, Well, we always like our um, geology news, volcano, floods. Um, We've been waiting for quite, quite some time for something to really happen. So many teasers over the last few months, really. Uh, Askia, right? Yeah. Um, our lovely uh, volcano just here in Reykjanes, uh, Skaga, coming coming down, so we need some replacement. So what, Grimsvet? go!
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is the sort of story that could get very old very quickly. I mean, even before we finish recording this show, it could erupt. It's, it's yes. that...
1: Yeah, we had uh, we had a moment in the in the um, office. Uh, we have this special phone that rings in case there's something um special going on in the country. Mm. And everyone is always like <gasps> hoping yeah, that's the volcano. No, no, it was just uh, a drill. Yeah. So, uh, but yes, indeed, it's uh, it's a uh, it's a story that's been for for a few weeks with the us uh, around waiting Everyone waiting. What will happen? Well, it will happen. Mm. Um, some some shakes, shaking, right? Which is uh, which is new. So the the hopes uh, are higher now. The water peaked already. Uh, didn't seem to destroy much. The, the The bridge is still standing. So not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, yeah.
2: It's um, interesting,
0: like as you say, not too bad. The road stayed open throughout, but. Just thinking about the fact that yesterday there was twenty eight times more water running through that river than usual. It's, it's must have been some sight. Yeah.
1: Right? Um probably a, a few tourists got a bit scared passing the bridge.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would at least. Absolutely. <laughs> Take a question mark up, up on So... Yeah, it's kind of been a mix, mixed messages this morning. Um, we woke up to news that there had been a 3.6 earthquake and a few aftershocks. Um, and well, actually, then, it
1: was three and only then corrected to 3.6, wasn't it? Even? Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, and the on-duty natural hazards specialist said, "What or appeared to say, actually, um, that this is not enough seismic activity to indicate mm-hmm. a volcano. It's a little bit less than we would expect. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has since clarified those comments and said, No, 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 there is a risk. don't don't get me wrong. there is definitely a risk. And then the aviation authorities have put in this orange airspace mm-hmm. warning just before we came um to the studio. Okay, so things are happening there
1: um yeah, we but let's you know hope for as little disruption as possible and as much tourist attraction as as we can hope for. Absolutely. That's it, ready?
0: I think there's not a lot we can say. With certainty on this, maybe we could say it with certainty that if this show is recorded next week and and there has been no eruption, then probably the risk has has gone down somewhat.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, if if all the pressure is off with all the ice melting um, and nothing happens immediately from what they say, seems, yeah, it's not going to happen then. Um, Then a few more years or uh, another spot. Uh, Another active spot. We have a few of them here on the island. No shortage. No shortage of excitement. Volcanic excitement, at least.
0: Absolutely. And for anyone that's scared or nervous about this, because volcanoes are, of course, scary. (laughs) Um, Grímsveld is the most active volcano in Iceland. It blew its top, shall we say, in uh, 98, 2004 and 2011. Um, And obviously nobody died.
1: So right. It's... Um. Sorry, I didn't even realize how chilled I became about volcanic eruptions. Living here uh, makes you kind of... There's a need for that, really. Yeah. Because it can happen anytime. It's not um, Indonesia. It's not... Um, where's the European volcano that's going on now? Or was going on? Anyway, it's not this kind that kills people and, and destroys houses. It's It happens extremely rarely. and um And... Especially the recent, the most recent um, volcanic corruption taught us that, or reminded us of that, that the danger is little. So um, mm. all those who um, who view volcanic corruption as a as a disaster, which in many parts of the world is not necessarily here,
0: not necessarily here, and that that part of the country is quite sparsely pop- populated, which uh, really helps because. And under the subglacial eruption will probably produce a lot of ash, um, Mm -hmm. as did happen in 2011. Apparently Mm -hmm. there's about three centimetres of ash evenly spread across all the fields and things around there, which is really bad for the farmers. Mm -hmm. Um, But usually the eruptions are quite short. And as you say, not many people live around there. Mm -hmm. Um, On that note, maybe we should move on because we don't want to speculate too much about (laughs) something that hasn't happened yet. (laughs)
1: Um, I like the idea of uh, of the tax uh, tax free uh, amount mm. everyone here can earn, and the project uh, that they are presenting or debating. Um, considering that it's in my opinion extremely uh, low amount, uh, the way it works here is that um, you earn your money, you subtract from it. Uh, no, which way is it? You yes, you earn you earn your money. You calculate your tax based on three, uh, I believe, um, brackets steps, steps. Brackets, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and from whatever comes out from this number, you subtract the personal
0: uh, discount, which is roughly the first fifty thousand. Fifty thousand.
1: Yeah. Um, it's yeah, it's the maybe not the first fifty thousand that you earn because that's a little different calculation. But it's the fifty thousand that you take off, the tax that you would pay, um, if you were paying full tax. Um, it's I, I my I think it's extremely slow, small. It's about fifty thousand, um, considering that the average salary is six hundred seventy thousand, I believe. The mediana is that English word, mediana? Median. Median um, is somewhere around that number as well, which is uh, rather unusual. They usually are quite, quite a, more apart than here. Um, nonetheless, in my opinion, it t- takes very little burden off those least uh, earning and changes nothing to the higher earners. And I think that. That step towards compensating the least earning um, group of people would be very welcomed. Mm. Um, so maybe connecting that with um, inflation would would help those um, having the least in their pockets to um, to feel there is a, there actually is the personal afsluit.
0: Mm. Yeah, I mean. One thing, I haven't researched this topic very, very closely, but one thing, when I saw the news of this, my first reaction was changes proposed to personal discount. And I, I immediately thought, oh, no, the, the unions are going to have a field day over this. This is going to be <laughs> such a controversy. And then you read the article, and no, they support it, which is, that was the first surprising thing. And like you say, the the, the reasons why that is are, are clear. Um, on the concern side, if people, if you try to cancel out the effects of inflation by... Mm-hmm. Making sure people have more money. Mm. Yeah, does well, that not push inflation not, up?
1: Right. Yeah, that's a uh, that's a uh, that's a danger you you, you step into, and uh, that's exactly what might actually happen uh, next month when the next round of uh, union um, union raises, however you can, yeah, mention it in English, um, is is due. Uh, so that means people will get more money. Um, the labor will cost more money. So to produce anything here will cost more money. So inevitably, the prices will probably rise, which will <laughs> take up the inflation and eat all the earnings up. Um, well, that's that's uh, capitalism, I guess.
0: <laughs> I guess this is a really actually. I'm glad. I'm really glad you brought that up because. Um, there has been a bit of discussion about these pay rises. So for people that don't remember, there was this quality of life contract. I think that's how I was translating it into English. In 2019, That was signed by most of the major unions on behalf of tens and tens and tens of thousands of workers across the country in the private and the public sector. Um, And it included staggered pay rises through the period, the last one of which is next month. Mm -hmm. But what was seen as revolutionary at the time was first of all that they were giving a a krona figure for these pay rises rather than a percentage so that it had a better impact on lower earners Uh, and also that it was connected to economic growth Mm -hmm. so the size of these raises was Mm -hmm. going to be more Mm -hmm. if there was more economic growth what no one predicted in the meantime was a (laughs) pandemic so (laughs) so last year's gdp growth Mm -hmm. or, or the opposite a recession was you know as we know, I think 6 or, six or 7%. And mm-hmm. therefore, this year's growth has been huge. But that's compared to last year. Yeah. So we're on course for the biggest possible pay rises because the economy's done so well, but it actually hasn't.
1: And, and not only it hasn't um, because you compared with a very bad year, but also because it's kind of artificially um, fed. Um, because it bases its numbers on the on the quote, fishing quota and the increase in tourism, increase in tourism as compared to 2019, <laughs> which um, in reality is just kind of a comeback, slow comeback to uh, to the numbers we we got used to seeing the last years before pandemics, and. Well, now, finally, they do seem to, to find the fish. I'm not quite sure what Lodna is in English. Capelin. Capelin. Mm. Um, they seem to finally find it because um, even though they, they gave the biggest quota in a decade, um, if I don't want to m- m- give the year, I'm not quite sure, but it's it's one of the biggest quotas in some time. Um, they couldn't find any um, for, for weeks since the... Since issuing of the quota uh, numbers, um, I think that finally they they did get something. So hopefully they will uh, fish it. But then, um, if I'm not mistaken, the markets national the n- international markets aren't that great and happy to to receive all that fish. So um, that uh, artificially pumped growth might. Uh, um, I don't know how to say it in in English. In Polish, you we would say that you will hiccup on it after after a bit. But let's see. Let's see. Um, let's enjoy. Let's just begin. At least enjoy January when we get our twenty five thousand, if I'm not mistaken, um, of 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 the salary salary raise, and uh, and buy something nice before it is all worthless. <laughs> worthless indeed.
0: <laughs> Yes, very good advice there. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's not, um, what's the word? It's not like malicious. You know, these, mm-hmm. these agreements were made in 2019 yeah. on good faith. And as I said, no one predicted the mm-hmm. pa- pandemic.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you, you never see the future. You can just take your best guess as it is. Um, maybe, I don't know, because salary is not the only way of paying for for the work you're doing. you can you can be paid um, or the you can benefit from extra sick days or um, higher um, share of the employer in your extra pension fund. you can basically I mean let's let's be open about it. It's mostly in the private sector but you can, um, negotiate about about anything that the that the employer um, pays for you so it doesn't always have to be the salary this mm. this this one number
0: because benefits some benefits are tax-free for example
1: absolutely so, um i once
0: worked for a private company and they said um, we we want to give you a pay rise but we can't afford to right what can we do and I was like, I don't know, maybe, maybe get me a bus pass. Sure. And pay a for car, my internet.
1: Private car, private well, internet. Did,
0: did not go that far with the car. Um, <laughs> but, but they did get me a bus pass.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. it's. I mean, it's it's extra money in your pocket if you don't have to spend that money on it. And it's extra money on in the pocket of the company because um, uh, the, all this extra, um, extra uh, taxes that we don't see. Are paid by the employer directly. Be pa- they they pass by- bypass us. We don't if unless we uh, look carefully at our uh, salary slip, we won't know that it happens. And it's mm. it's quite a percentage. So so the overhead <clears throat> on each of the salary is is significant. So it's it's worth um, taking a, a maybe going around it if you want to earn more money instead of directly going into a um, salary raise.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Um, anything else to add on that? Anything that particularly stands out other than that from the, uh, the from the budget bill?
1: I honestly...
0: You haven't read the bill?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Forgive me for being ill prepared.
0: Um, what do I'm, I'm you think, sure. Alex? Well, I mean, I only got to page 72. So no, <laughs> no I didn't. Um I think it is most... Uh, the, the message that Javni mm-hmm. and the finance minister, has tried to put forward with this is that we want to re- not reduce... There's no cutbacks being offered, mm-hmm. but also no big spending increases. So mm-hmm. it's, a status quo is what they're sort of going for, but increased funding for healthcare.
1: And um, I think there's still rather significant uh, debt... Um, signed in into that budget which a deficit yeah. deficit thank mm. you uh, deficit which someone mentioned that is a rather unusual approach um I don't think many countries have it legal to immediately um approve or, or kind of in the budget plan in deficit it's often just comes out at the end of the year um but here it seems it's it's fully legal to to plan in a deficit and mm. I I won't give you numbers but I believe this it's kind of significant this year.
0: It is and they're talking about deficits um peaking getting smaller each year but they but carrying on for a few years um peaking in 2026 um, at 40% of GDP that's... which is apparently low by most country standards.
1: Oh. Hmm. So I'm I'm not sure if that feels comfortable that nearly half of of the predicted income is not there.
0: Well, I believe I'm not an economist, but I believe that the GDP deficit means total size of debt compared to one year's GDP. Mm-hmm. So it's
1: let's hope yeah. let's hope they know what they do. Well, and uh, indeed the the investment in the healthcare yeah. will be a bit more significant.
2: The, Sorry, carry on.
1: No, no, Uh, considering that um, it's after two years of pandemics, it still seems to be a problem.
0: Yeah. Uh, The head of Lanspitali, I think it was, or the Directorate of Health. No, it was the head of Lanspitali, the standing head. She said it was a very welcome boost, but uh, the -hmm. beginning of a process, Mm -hmm. as you can imagine, she would say. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Um, So on that subject, maybe we should move on to... More solid ground, right. where we're not speculating on <laughs> national economics.
1: I'm guessing the 12 Omicron restriction, uh, Omicron cases, yeah. the restrictions uh, yeah, exactly. um, together with that. Um, so,
0: Iceland very quickly ended up with Omicron cases, mm-hmm. 12 of them, compared, which is more than a lot of other countries.
1: And very surprising. And very they, it, well, they, were, they were quite surprised that uh, suddenly just came up, especially... Um, from a person who has not traveled
2: um, mm.
1: clearly um messaging that that person has been um, um infected in the country yes um so all we, of the
0: cases seem to be connected to Akrones. S- yes so far.
1: yes um though that one one um one person was transferred to uh, landspital in Reykjavik. Mm-hmm. um <sighs> i don't know this panic is i liked i liked what uh, what the director of um, decode iceland's kauri said he's not quite sure why why the panic um, since viral um, mutations they are not necessarily always going towards a, a more deadly uh, variety it can go both ways. I mean, it. It, it there's so many cases where something um, that was uh, a deadly virus just suddenly changed into something we live with. That's probably what what the case was with with flu. Um, so just as well, this Omicron can be a, a least, uh, less less um, disturbing um, variant of of our lovely coronavirus. It's still they say it still needs few more. Uh, a week a few more days Um, they want to see it for observe it for about two weeks here in Iceland to say what influence it has so I guess this two weeks passes before um, the um, the the established date now for for um, current restrictions
0: which I think yeah it's supposed to be tomorrow or Wednesday so so soon Mm. oh the the current restrictions were oh, supposed yes, to run yes, until eight, then, eight, the eight, eight
1: or so, which is yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, we might just, just, just as a precaution, we might see them um, standing mm. for for a few more weeks until they really figure out what Omicron is.
0: Well, that and the fact that we're still getting over a hundred new cases every day, regardless of the restrictions,
1: and seems like record number of hospitalised today, <clears throat> or maybe not record, but one of the higher ones. Mm. 24, I believe and quite mm-hmm. a number in in intensive care. But uh, I mean, to be honest, the restrictions as they are now, they don't seem to be influencing the society badly. Um, you still can go everywhere, everything is open, all the schools are operating. Um, workplaces they all they have to do is divide their um, the bigger, spaces into 50 people. Um mm, the areas?
2: Yeah, zones. Zones. Yeah. Mm.
1: Mm. Um and well, you have to have a mask if you go to a public place and tests if you want to go to a larger concert or, or a similar event. Um unless which is free. Which is point out. the the test is free. Yes. Yeah. Um unless you really are a very social drinker. You won't feel it because only basically only uh bars and and uh places with uh alcohol um, license they have to shut their doors sooner than than it would be usually um, so i w- could be worse
0: it definitely could be worse and i I've been out. Including for a brunch this weekend, which is very nice. <laughs> um, but it was nice to see how busy the restaurant was, mm-hmm. and and people enjoying this because this time of year is so important to the hospitality industry. Um, they probably couldn't afford another lost Christmas, and mm-hmm. it, it does seem that places are quite busy, even though they're closing earlier. Yeah, um, I which mean, is very positive.
1: Then people just kind of more of of a family, family crowd, visits uh, during the day, and. Um Maybe it's not as as large a spending uh, group because alcohol is probably the has the biggest overhead mm. in drinks. Um,
0: well, there's also a phenomenon that we've seen throughout the pandemic of people going out earlier. Yeah, I think there, there, there's something to be said for that. So I'm sure they're earning a lot less money to, like you say, mm. but maybe it's not as bad as as it could be.
1: Yeah, I mean, no one really. You don't really have to go out at one at night. You can start your evening at eight. Mm. Uh, it's just as dark. <laughs> it's just as that dark. Star- <laughs> that's right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yeah, you, you've mentioned this. Um, it does seem quite likely the current restrictions will remain unchanged. Mm-hmm. There's no official word on it either way, but that would probably be my guess.
1: Um, yes. there is. A, are they meeting tomorrow? I believe, to to discuss it. It has been Tuesdays, Mm -hmm. yeah. So uh, we'll find it out and on next, next Monday, you'll be, you'll be debating.
0: Of course, the one unusual factor, the one different factor is that this is the first memo from, uh, from Thorov that is going to a new health minister.
1: Who Uh, suggested that maybe next chief epidemiologist should be chosen by him, himself.
0: (laughs) And Thorolf agrees.
1: Um, okay, um, I would I would see that this is um, as it's been so far. Uh, it's a good balance because it includes an opinion of of a person who is not dependent of uh, to to um, health minister to whom that opinion is submitted to. Um, I would think that it's a healthy balance um, because if you um, are dependent on the person that you suggest to, um, you might want to give recommendations that are in line with...
0: That person's political...
1: Yes. And um, every time there uh, is a politician involved in in naming uh, such important or influential um, persona. I think you you start a, raise, raising eyebrows and, and posting a few question marks. Mm-hmm. So um, it did sound like a fair balance, especially that it's already extremely weird to me that Althingi itself, so the parliament itself, is confirming it's being chosen. So I confirmed that I was legally chosen to be in the parliament, which... Just by definition is extremely weird and that would just add to that um let's not say corruption potential but i think it's a bit of a gray zone so um i'm surprised that chief epidemiologist agrees with it although um i don't know how much mm, of a personal opinion or of a mm,
0: Professional. Yeah.
1: yeah, it is.
0: Just... I mean, on the other hand, though, um, the head of the Directorate of Health is appointed by the minister, as is the case of all the directorates mm-hmm. that work for ministries. And then she, in this case, he or she, but she in this case, appoints the chief epidemiologist. Um, what hadn't been apparent over the last decades, over the last hundred years, basically, <laughs> is how important that person would be <laughs> in the case of a world-changing pandemic. mm mm-hmm. In fact, although Alma Müller is one of the three people, Vidir, mm. Thorovut, and Alma, she hasn't been the most important. She hasn't been the face of the pandemic. Thorovut mm-hmm. has, and mm-hmm. he is her appointment. So you can see, looking towards future pandemics, why yeah. some, why his political role and his leading role should be clear, more clearly defined and perhaps more directly accountable to the minister, mm-hmm. possibly.
1: I see that one extra step between could help, and instead of having two people directly appointed by the same uh, minister, well, let's see. They have time to decide on it. Um, do you know anything? When is this due, or when is this this I think switch Like next change? spring or something. Okay. And
0: and and I don't think it would affect Thorvald. It would be mm-hmm. his successor. Mm-hmm. I, that's my understanding yeah. of it so far.
1: Um another another unanswered topic. <laughs> Waiting for the next week's and um, on week that in note,
0: Iceland. On that note, with unanswered topics and speculation in the actually I'm just gonna check one second of checking the homepage. Yep, no volcano yet. Mm. Uh, on that note, let's end the programme. It's, right. <laughs> it's been it's been a blast as always. Oh, <laughs> don't use that word.
2: Oh, (laughs) The Week in
0: Iceland will be back with you again next week Monday the 13th of December on RUV.is forward slash English RUV English on Facebook through the RUV app and your favourite podcast platform that just leads me to thank my guest today Beata Wawiania and do remember to check out RUV Polski if you understand Polish Mm -hmm. Uh, I'd also like to thank Lydia Greta Slotir as always for running the studio we finish today's programme with a personal favourite Icelandic Christmas song of mine um, from an 11-year-old Svala Björgvins, released way back in 1988. This is Yeh
1: Lhaka Thank you, guys. Bye for now. Bye.